Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have special guest Brenda Castano is here. Joy, I'm here. <laughs> You're here, and I'll explain who you are real quick. So Brenda is now one of the new co-owners of Aquarian Yoga Center in Westfield, New Jersey. Yes, as of August 1st. It's new. Yes. Um, well, I The center's not, yeah. Yeah, the center's been there for the past two years, but... I've been teaching there for, yeah, like the past two years or three. And I love the space. It's, I do sound healing, so I put a lot of amazing energy into it. And uh, I decided it's been a dream of mine to own a studio, so why not make it reality? I love it. And I met you before you owned it. I, I knew yes. you were getting ready to yes. take over. But I went there to take one of her sound baths, which are amazing. And she uses chakra crystal bowls, correct? Yes. I have all seven of them. Each of them represent the chakra. I mean, chakras throughout your body. And um, I, when I play them, they vibrate your body uh, to release stuck energy or hurts. Anything that no longer serves you. And plus, it gives you like a peace of mind. It helps you release some of the thinking. It's so interesting. I just started getting into sound baths, I guess, this year. And um, each one has been amazing and totally different. Even the two. Oh, no, I've done three with you. Because yes. one was a personal one-on-one -on -one yes. session because we did an exchange. And um, that was surreal. The one-on-one. Because -on -one, they were just, the bowls were just totally surrounding <laughs> me. It was amazing. That was a whole other experience. I felt like I was literally in a bath of like, it was crazy. It was awesome. That was amazing. Yeah, that um, must have been amazing. It was, I've never experienced anything like no, that. And afterwards, I felt very peaceful. I felt really amazing. It was just both of us. So it was just, yeah, it was amazing. And you gave me the reading. So it was awesome. It was a great day. Yeah. And um but what was so okay so I want to get into the, each three because they yes. were all so different which I think is fascinating right yes. because it's the same bowls each representing a different chakra and yet such a different experience because some of the times it's in a group so I'm sure the group energy affects the whole sound bath in a sense indeed um ultimately we're consciousness right so we are vibrating at different frequencies. And the person we are today is not the person we were yesterday. So regardless of who goes there, regardless who goes there, um, it's going to be different because we are all working on different stuff. Some days people have heavy energy. Some days people feel high. Some, uh, some days it's amazing. Like class is like so peaceful and you feel united. And some days it's heavy. So it's, it's, it changes. It's up and down. And I love, you know, so, so the one-on-one -on -one session yes. that we did, what was interesting there is before we had started, we were talking a bit about ayahuasca ceremonies, which yes. we'll get into. Yes. Um, and what was interesting is during the sound bath, which lasted almost an hour, um, Mother Ayahuasca came to me, which was the first time that she had, I've had other deities you know, I've had visions of them and never Mother Ayahuasca. I've never done it. I don't know if I can. Um, I'm very sensitive. <laughs> you can do it. I don't know. I don't. Like I said, Brenda's been trying to get me to do it with her shaman. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'll be the one girl screaming at the ceremony. Everyone will be like, oh, get her out of here. So oh it's all God. fun and games till you actually see me doing it's it. It's so you're funny because like, one of the ceremonies, so I've been doing it for a year and a half now. 
And I, I've done like almost 24 ceremonies or something like that. You know, I have my first one was in Ecuador. Then I did it in Peru. And then I traveled to Costa Rica. And then I manifested one close to me here in Jersey. Yes, and I'm so happy for that. But we did one a couple months ago. It was like a full moon. And everybody was screaming. I felt really? like I was in a, <laughs> I was, I was in a, well, a loony bin house. Because everybody was like crying. It was like, oh my God, where do they begin and how, where do they begin and where do I end? Because it was like everything was just oneness. Yeah. And so it was like, it was, but yeah, it was a crazy night. <laughs> how would you explain ayahuasca to people? I know it's a, pl it's plant medicine. Yes. Do you know where you find it? Like where does it yes, grow? Yes, it's a root of a tree. Okay. It's a special tree and it's a root. And what they do is they graft the, the root and they smash it and they cook it very slow cooking with some leaves. And they cook it for a long time. And at the end, uh, what leaves, uh, what comes out of it is the ayahuasca. It's a very sacred plant. Uh, shaman's been using it for a long time. And it helps. Um, they say one night of ayahuasca is. 10 years of therapy, seriously. And like it helps you release uh, your fears. Um, what I have learned through all this time that I've been working with, we call her grandmother because it's a female. Mm -hmm. She's a teacher. She takes you to your places where you've been hurt and she could show you from the perspective of the person that hurt you what they were going through oh, and wow. where they've been hurt. So it's like a chain effect. We are all one, right? One organism, one consciousness. But we've been uh, indoctrinated. We've been hurting each other for so long. Our parents, their parents hurt them. And it's a chain. So that's why they've been hurting us. And so we got to go back and understand those people that hurt us, why they did it in the first place. And then you can start seeing them from another point of view, from a different light. It, it's, it's painful, but you know what? You grow so much from that. Like, for an example, uh, I have a lot of issues with my mom because my mom mistreated me when I was a little girl. And grandmother showed me what my mom was going through. Wow. My mom had no friends, no support system. Uh, the man she loved, my stepdad was cheating on her. And all she could do was this little girl, which was me, uh, release all her anger, her, um, all her negativity into me. And I was her little punching bag. But it showed me how hurt she was. So then I could have compassion and not anger for my mom and accept that what happened it, 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 it was meant to be, and I'm stronger, and I release her, and I forgave her, and I love her, and I accept her for who she is. And there's no reason for me to retain those negative emotions towards her. And I release all of that, like maybe um, in a couple of sessions, but it's a lot of crying. It's a lot of like releasing, but it's worth it. It's just, it's transformative. Yeah, and what I found on the, the healing journey, or healing path, whatever you want to call it, is that there are different methods for each person. So for some people, ayahuasca and plant medicine, shamanism, that stuff might be great for them. And then some people might need the therapy and want to integrate maybe a bit more slowly or both. Or, yes, you know, I agree. Everyone is so different. And, you know, some people find it 
great to release all that stuff quickly. Whereas, <laughs> you know, in my school, we're taught to like include a lot of these things. So you include your anger and just by including it, it starts to alchemize it essentially into a different type of, I'm not going to say consciousness or being or whatever the word for it would be. And, um, but I love that because I've never done it. I love that mother ayahuasca, grandmother ayahuasca allows you to see your role, you know, because that's what you're describing in a sense is we all have these roles that we're playing and we get so fixed on blame. Yes. And that doesn't mean you can't be angry at a parent who's abused you or whoever has hurt you, but it's about seeing that we're all just playing a role in this and waking up to it. It's so beautiful. We are all souls. And yes, we're all playing a role. And we're, I understand we're hurting each other, but there's higher purpose on hurt and pain, which is grow, transformation, and yeah. evolution. And like you said, I kept telling my friends today also because, you know, I'm a healer. So a lot of people are going through a lot of pain since they're like reaching out to me like, oh, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. And I'm, I'm trying, like, I feel like now that I think about it, it's like I'm a doctor. I'm giving them different solutions. Okay, you should do this or maybe come to sound healing, maybe do hypnosis, maybe do ayahuasca. You know, like, that's what a doctor does, right? Like, you take this pill, you take that <laughs> pill, you take this pill. Yeah. But, it's, um, but it's true. We're living in an age so beautiful of technology, so many tools to heal. You could do sound healing. You could do hypnosis. You could read. You could write. Writing is so healing. I've been telling some of my students to write. Um, medicine, plant medicine, um, mushrooms. Oh, my God. Mushrooms are, like, on another level. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've only done them once, <laughs> and it was... Quite, I mean, I, I'm thankful for it. They woke, they, a couple things have woken me up and they were one of the big jolts. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to do it again, especially with uh, the week and a half ago with that edible experience. Oh my God. Um, yes. I don't know. I'm always, I'm always trying to feel out and I never know. It changes almost daily how much plant medicine I want to use yes. or how quote unquote sober I want to be. And I used to be so judgmental years ago. I used to really think that it's best to get all this figured out sober. I was really steadfast about that. And now I've really loosened up (laughs) and it's really to each his own, but I don't know, man. I mean, cause when I, when I have a bad trip or whatever you'd call it, it's bad. It gets real crazy. So you guys, sometimes that's what I've been learning a lot. Sometimes we need to lose ourselves in order to find ourselves. Seriously. We need to take risks. And I feel like within taking risk, you are able to grow and expand and you gain all this confidence, all this knowledge at the end. But seriously, there's endless ways of healing. Endless, endless. Right now, technology, um, the internet, podcast. I know I have, I go to sleep listening to podcasts like a couple of years ago of Buddhism. Buddhism is amazing. It's like meditation. I did a meditation workshop yesterday. It's like so many amazing things that we could learn at this time. Yeah. Yeah, And that's what's so great about healing in yoga centers like yours is that you offer so many, a range of so many workshops and classes and all of it. And one of the, it's so funny because, you know, I've, I've lived here since January and I first started driving past Aquarian Yoga Center um, before you owned it. And I was really getting pulled and called to it. And I finally listened and <laughs> I loved it. But then I stopped going. Like, I think I guess as the transition was happening, I wasn't yes. getting 
pulled as much and then I got pulled again as soon like I didn't know but yeah. as soon as you had taken over I, I got that pull again and I took uh yeah I took that kundalini class oh my with God. you you guys definitely you gotta take the one with Victor so Victor is a channel and he also like um, transmutes energy and releases trauma. So he does kundalini yoga, but it's Victor style. <laughs> and while you're doing kundalini yoga, he puts you on dispositions and stuff. He's like releasing traumas from you. Yeah. And I've been uh, taking his class away for like a month. And I feel a difference, seriously, within me. I feel more confident. I feel more like, like release more free. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but seriously, I, I, he's doing something. I don't no, know it was doing. intense. It was the whole thing was intense because he ended up coming a little late because he had a family thing, yes, and yes. that added to it too because yes. there was this like because you took out your crystal ball, yes. so you were like okay, so like it was pretty dope actually because <laughs> it kind of got us in this really intense, awesome place where yes. to start with the bath, yeah, and then when he got there, you could tell he was a little frantic but he because he's a yoga master yes. he had to get himself into a place yes. and you could feel it was such an interesting vibe and then oh we all sunk in together until this like from frantic to like calm but through the breath of fire and oh these crazy there was one pose where we were on our knees and we had to keep going up oh my and God. up yes. and I couldn't walk for three days. It I was agree. so crazy. I feel like my thighs are still hurting like right here. I'm like, oh my God, what is that? He leaves you in pain for like a week, but I feel it's great. It was because, awesome though. Yeah, he's toning our bodies in different positions. I swear, Kundalini yoga is seriously amazing it's just like i don't know it's a gift it's seriously a gift well i'm just getting into it now and it's funny because that particular exercise you're not moving very much that's what surprised me it's like the movement is very subtle and small and yet the next day you're like i just feel like i ran 10 miles (laughs) like it it surprised me and i was just like okay oh my god but it was awesome yes sometimes he leaves my abs well, hurting. He leaves my feet. He leaves like my thighs, my hands on the breath of fire. So amazing. Like it's cleaning I your blood it. system. It's helping you focus. It's helping you release. I'm telling you, Victor, awesome. And people have cried in his class because yeah. of releasing some traumas. Crying's the best. Yes, <laughs> it really is. I'm a big crier, but th- it's been great though because I've gotten really in touch with on the days that I can't cry. I've got. I th- we talked about this. I've yeah. gotten in touch with my inner whale, where I can feel now that my oh, body's right. weeping, and I'm like, oh, I can't touch it though. It's weeping, but and yet I can't cry. And just that awareness has allowed it to move more. Where now yeah. I'm able to cry in a way where it can actually flow and come out of me. So yeah. it's been really nice. I need to I need to get more connected with that because I know you told me about your reading about my body's wailing, but I, I do need to connect more with it. Yes. I, I still like I'm a work in progress. Even though I, I, I do ayahuasca maybe once a month. I do a lot of stuff, but I am a work in progress. It's like it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's so funny people's um relationship to plant medicine in our society because so many people have judgments over um whether it's weed ayahuasca shrooms myself included you know i trust me i was one of those really intense people with the judgment and yet 
we're okay with pharmaceutical medications. It's it's just an interesting thing how we've sculpted our our reality to be okay with certain things against others. And I think the more we can just open up to really allowing people to choose what's right for them, um, the more okay we'll be with our own decisions. Because I think... You know, I used to really judge people who smoked weed a lot. And a lot of it was because I think uh, deep down I knew I needed, whether it's to actually smoke it or just the CB, what is it, CBD? Yeah. CBT, is it CBD oil? Something like that. So, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> really bad with names. Um, me too. I, I mess things up all the time. But I really want to get that oil because um, my healer, Eileen, has talked to me about it where I'm looking, I think, for the properties of that because... Yeah. It really helps um, with my anxiety. I get bad anxiety and there's a property in marijuana that really settles my system. And I don't know if I necessarily need to get high. You know, it's more about wanting whatever I I think. Once again, I need to try the oil, but I really want to get some and see how it affects my system. Definitely. Uh, It's funny that you're saying that anxiety. So yesterday in the pop, uh, it's the podcast that uh, I was teaching based uh, for the meditation so the teacher was like, anxiety is your overthinking. It's your mind going 100 miles yeah. per hour. So you're thinking and it's like you create stories in your mind, this and that or alternatives. This could happen or that could happen. But it's very powerful. Just um, practice meditation. Just be yeah. in the moment. I, I know it's easier said than done. <laughs> No, meditation's amazing. I've been meditating a lot. And then when I when I did your sound bath Thursday night, you can she has us pick, Brenda yeah. has us pick uh, these angel cards in the beginning, which I, I am obsessed with angel <laughs> cards. So I'm always down. And um, one of the angels I got was Zuriel. Yeah. And what's interesting is just before you came, I had the urge to Google Zuriel. And I was like, oh, and, I, and now I just listen. I'm like, okay, let me see what's coming through. And um, what I got where it pulled me to this one site where it said Zuriel means God is my rock. Oh. And I, it, it, I really felt that in my body cause I was feeling anxious this morning and I was like, and I started doing that thing of creating stories and feeling like something's not okay. Something's not okay. And I realized that everything is okay because yeah. whether or not you want to believe in God for the listeners, for me, God is my rock is meaning like the universe has your back. Everything yeah. is ultimately okay. And we fall mm. into these anxious systems where we're like, it's, it's old. It's, it's um, yeah. poison ground. It's these old lineage wounds from childhood saying, yeah. you're not okay. Yeah. Be hypervigilant. Check your surroundings. Something's going to happen. And reading that with Zuriel, I was like, no, I'm okay. I'm being held right now, even though my system is acting up and feeling very much like I'm not. And it was a good reminder. That is something I've been working with a grandmother as a release and fear. Because, okay, so there's two states that you could be in. You could be in the fear factor or you could be in love. And, okay, fear is lack, limitations, boundaries, I'm not good enough. And love is like surrender, acceptance, trust. So with grandmother, I've been working on a lot of trust. Trusting that wherever you are, it's where you're supposed to be. Trusting that everything is going to be okay. And then next to trust is surrender. Oh, my God. So in the past few months, I've been working on surrender, trust, just being in the moment. Oh, my God, it has helped me so much. I still have my days where I may be like a little up and down. But I tell you guys, like, I've been having a lot of updates, like, That's recently. Awesome. I feel, I feel really I can't amazing. wait to get there. 
I don't know though. Like I, I definitely have up days and then my, my down days. But I re- what I realized is because in the past in my down days, I, I looked to blame. I looked to fix it. Which is victimhood. Yes. I'm doing a forgiveness workshop tomorrow. You should come and check I'll it out. I have to see what Shaney Brains is up to. But if, if he's chilling, maybe I will go. But oh my God. I've realized that someday, sometimes I think I'm just feeling, look, the weather or whatever. And it's yes. okay to be down as long as I just support myself, do what I need without taking it out on other people. It's yeah. okay to have that. Because I used to take it out on other people. And yeah, I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing how much I also talk about surrender, yeah. try to force things up until basically oh. yesterday of just like, <laughs> when you don't have faith that things are going to work out, yes. you try to force or it's, I think I almost used force as a way to create space. Mm. I didn't know how to ask for space or when things didn't feel safe. I didn't know how, cause I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings or I don't know exactly what was going on. Maybe I'm tra- creating a story, but I know that a lot of people, we almost force or cling as a way to create a healthy space. And I think it's often like, you know, in relationships. So one person will be the one that's like chasing and clinging. And then the other one gets to be the one creating the strict boundary. When in reality, I think we both want to just feel safe and express where we're at and just be like, hey, this doesn't feel safe. And the other person is like, like, yeah, I don't know why. But for some reason, the space between us doesn't feel totally there yet but most of us I don't think I think we're so unconscious and triggered that we fall into this role of either chasing and running and I'm trying so hard to go within now and not force or not also because in, in some of my friendships I'm the one who creates this really strict boundary and defense of get away from me and, <laughs> you know blocking people and I, I don't want to do that either I don't want to block so hard and I don't want to chase so hard I really want to find that the one of my angel cards, the space in between, in between two poles. And that's what I'm really trying to find in my life. It's so interesting. You say that, um, I feel like a lot of us are doing that dance, right? (laughs) When one is, um, pushing the other away, the other one wants the other one. And then when, once the other one wants the other one, the other one is pushing you away. It's (laughs) like, it's a, it's like a magnet and it's like pulling back and forth, back oscillating, forth. And it's dancing. It's dancing. It's the dance of the universe. And the thing that I feel is um, we need to heal our wounds. The reason why we're doing this dance with others is because there are triggering. Um, so that's a lot, a lot of stuff what I talk in my workshops, okay? So we are all these, we are human beings walking around with all these wounds, right? And they're open. So what we're doing is masking them, right? We're putting like a little tape over them, but they're not healed. So once we get, um, we meet love partners, we meet people that mean a lot to us. They touch these places within us that hurt. And then we like end up all hurt and wondering, what is going on? How am I going to deal with this and stuff? And it's like, you guys, we need to heal our wounds. It's number one. Number one is us, right? It's you. It's you, yourself, and you. <laughs> if you're angry, if you're fighting, if you're in a bad place, it's because you are walking around with your own wounds. And try to release the blame, release um, inflicting your pain on others because it's not helping. All, everything, everybody else is a reflection of you. It's all about yeah. you. Like, um, I do a lot of reading on quantum physics. I do, my passion is the human beings. 
Who are we? Why do we exist? What is the purpose of all this pain and suffering? So the pain of all this suffering is to grow, expand, evolve. But the question is how you do it. And you do it is start with you. Release the other and do it for you. The other will be there. But until you don't heal yourself, the other one can be in a happy place. And the same for the other one. Um, your mate, uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna be happy with you either until he heals himself. So we are all in this together, but uh, within your own journey, you need to heal yourself. I hope I didn't confuse anybody out there. No, first of all, this is Brenda's first podcast and you're doing amazing. Seriously. I also want to say, see that feather that yes. just somehow manifested here? Oh my God. I mean, that's one of my signs from the universe. So I just yes. wanted to point that out. But, that's um, so pretty. Yeah, feathers and then these little dandelion puffs follow yeah. me often. And more things are happening lately yeah. that I'm seeing. But like, I'm very, I'm very uh, weary about saying all the things that I'm starting to see because the veil's thinning. Yes. And um, I never know. I'm like, the more, because here I have a podcast and I'm, ta- and I'm like, am I going to get like in an asylum at some point? Like <laughs> I get so nervous because yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'll say it. Cause I know you won't judge me. No, I know. I'm yeah, like, look, yeah. um, I swear to God, I think I'm starting to see fairies here and oh, there. Oh, that's beautiful. But Look, and you I know have fairies there. They're all over. What? I love, I've one painted. Oh so I'm very attached to the fairy but realm. But I feel, fa- oh my God, for me, like I feel I'm a feeler. I'm not a seer. And that's what I've been um, asking grandmother to help me see. But uh, I feel like seeing fairies is beautiful because I feel like they mean so much. They mean peace, happiness, healing, or they're helping. They're I, I read um I Can don't imagine know. they're really here trying to take me down. I'm like, oh hello little fairies. They're like, we're trying to kill her and she thinks we love her. But you see, I'm okay, joking. No, I'm I sure know. they're here to help. But me. I want you to be mindful of your of your mind, okay? See, your mind can go multiple places. It could go to fear or love. You see how you went to death and kill? Well, that, that was a was joke. Fear. But, <laughs> <laughs> but just be mindful. That was a joke that bombed, but thank you. <laughs> but be mindful. Every thought counts. Every thought counts. So let's be mindful of our thoughts and try to speak um, what you want to create. Because words have power. That's another thing I teach a lot. Your words, since you said the veil is thinning, okay? What does that mean? That means we're becoming more powerful. That means we're awakening. That means that every thought, every word that comes out of your mouth is is vibration it's frequency somehow you're creating something there is a theory out there of uh, multiple worlds and they say whatever you speak is being created in another universe so there's endless possibilities everything is energy right and our thoughts our frequencies our our voice is frequency so let's just be happy <laughs> that's well see that's the thing though is like i mean i agree with what you're saying it, it's from the four agreements i don't know if you ever read oh, it yes, i love yes, that book i love that book our words are so powerful and yet what i didn't like about the secret yes. was it almost gets you in this obsessive mindset of don't think this thing don't think this thing yeah. and what i love about my school is it's not about pushing things away or exiling exactly. it's about bringing even the fearful thoughts yes. it's it's um, awareness with compassion. It's like, oh, yes. wow, there's a part of me that's always scared I'm going to die yes. or that something's going to happen to my son. I mean, that's an yes. obsessive thing is, oh, my God, oh, my God, is my son going to be duality. okay? 
So yes, duality. That's it's, our it's allowing both. It's allowing yes. fear and love, really, because we're humans, and fear, yes. I think, is ingrained in that survival. You know, we were, talk about generational stuff. We were out trying to survive, right? In caves and stuff. And that's still ingrained in us. So I think it's okay to have fearful thoughts. It's becoming aware like, oh my God, I'm really obsessing about death today. Interesting. Let me bring compassion and bring that in. But I think when you can bring it in, something else happens. And I also think the journey is not about always being happy because that's, impossible and then I you'll agree. feel yeah no I agree and like you said the journey is not about that it's about healing yes and authenticity yes and we cannot heal something um that you don't feel so that's why we need to honor our feelings and Beautiful. honor your pain and also own it I feel like another reason that we're not healing our pains our wounds we're not owning them and we need to own them that's something that's a revelation that has come to me recently uh, under ceremony and uh, she said to me she was like you either deal with this pain with this fear with this wound now or you're going to deal with it later when you reincarnate on your next lifetime with this person that maybe you have conflicts with. If you don't solve it, if you don't heal it, it's going to stay there. So it's like one-way street. It's the only way is through it, through the pain. Feel the pain, transmute the pain. It's like fire. You put wood, and what does the fire do to transform it? It's releasing it. It's alchemizing it into another element. And that's what we need to do with pain, with our wounds, is transform them. But don't but run yeah, away from them. them. Yes. yes. Beautiful. Yeah, I love the way you said it. It's it's bringing it in, including it, feeling feelings. But feeling feelings, man, I know. it is. <laughs> I'll tell you, because that's oh been God. part of what I'm going through, is like yes. letting myself feel <laughs> these vulnerable wounds that some are from you know, elementary and middle school. And right now I'm in a high school place. I was telling you of feeling like I'm at a party. I feel like right now I'm at a party and my, my (laughs) ex-boyfriend from high school just essentially, um, made fun of me slash disrespected me in front of everyone where they're all looking at me. This actually happened. Um, they were all kind of looking at me and he, he did something really, um, embarrassing and hurtful. And I remember in that moment going up and like whispering in his ear, Something like, just wait, I'm going to move on. And I I said something from such a defended place, right? Because, but what I really wanted to say was, wow, I'm madly in love with you. And you just made me feel completely replaceable and a joke in front of everyone. That's all of our friends. And you just made me feel like a, Mm -hmm. a loser, even though he was just acting on his own stuff, right? He was in pain doing his own thing. So it's not even his fault. But that's what I'm, yeah, thank you. But that's the anxiety I'm going through today is feeling like. Um, You're not good enough. This, yeah, like I'm not good enough. And, and remember, that is the wound within you. What What's coming up is, is your hurt self saying, I'm not good enough. Uh, I'm never going to be loved. I'm never going to be accepted. And that's something that um, we need to heal yeah. because it's, it's in all of us. And trust me, I have it too. And I, I've been working on it for so long and I feel like I'm finally like getting to the top of the hill, but it's, it's so deep ingrained in us and it feels so painful. It's like, you don't know what to do. Cause it's like, it takes your breath away and it's so painful and you, you just, 
It's about feeling it and feeling it and not trying. I'm trying to not let that defense come down that came down then of, well, I don't even care anyway. And you're going to pay because that's not real. Do you know what I mean? That was my defense. And I'm seeing that I had one of my close friends, her and I, I adore her and her and I um, had a good talk this week. And she told me that when we had fought, I hope it's okay to bring this up, um, that I had I had very much defended in a way where I essentially said, like, well, I can cut you out real quick. And I didn't say it quite like that, but I kind of did. And she reminded me, I didn't even remember. And I was like, oh my God, that's my defense. When I get hurt and I feel Mm. vulnerable, I want to just push everyone away, block because I'm so terrified of, first of all, conflict and what it says about me. Oh, we're fighting. I must be a piece of shit. I must fucked up, right? And um, I know I'm getting emotional saying no, it. No, no. Thank you. No, no, you're holding space for me and I appreciate and it's it. It's beautiful because think about it. One of the ways to release these emotions and to understand them is talking about it. You cannot hold that stuff within because that's when it starts hurting us. And that's when the anxiety comes in. We need to understand ourselves and try to understand your mind. And the the what I'm feeling is just that you are hurt and you don't know what to do with that pain and that's your reaction it's like channel everything's energy right so it's an energy of pain and you feel it all over your body and then what do you do with it and then you start thinking and the thing about your friends about the exterior world you got is it's trust yeah because if they are your true friends they're never gonna judge you and they know that what he's speaking is because he's speaking it out of pain because he's also hurt so it's like going back and forth and there's some I, I was about to say there's no reason for it. It's like, yeah, like you said, it's like going back t- to childhood. But it's a way of releasing it, right? It's the only way of communicating it. And the other way of doing it is through self-work. Come back to the self. Feel the pain. Feel the pain that he made you feel. And ask yourself, why do I feel this way? And write down yeah. journal i feel and and you know it's so amazing write down your feelings i feel i'm not good enough i feel i don't deserve love i feel yeah. that um i'm never gonna be loved again it's like and then just um it's like a puzzle put it in, in like i uh, i release um <laughs> put it <laughs> i don't know how to say it you're doing a great job. Just put it down um, like a puzzle. Feelings, emotions, and then where did they stand for? Where there was in my childhood? Yeah. And then try to look and then heal those wounds. Like go to the root of the issue. Stop dancing. The Let yourself dance. cry. Let yourself write like you said. Get it out. Cry. Yeah. Experience the pain. And that's what I love about um, ceremony. I was telling my, um, my it's, a com- it's a community. It's like 20 of us. And we were all like crying and feeling the pain. And, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, you guys, we're like warriors of pain. We come together once a month to experience the pain. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, Brenda. I don't know oh if it's God. for me. Girls. I feel oh like I, I don't know. I don't Girls, know. Girls, guys, everybody's hearing me. Seriously, go 
through the pain. Stop totally. I just it. don't know for me if ayahuasca <laughs> is the way because that just sounds. I'm telling you, no, 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 because no, because the pain when you when you do something like ayahuasca or the edible, um, and for some people this is great, and I, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it, but. <laughs> In that moment, it's like so much pain comes out or anxiety or whatever's releasing. It comes out in such an intense way that I might need more time to integrate. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it might be that my body just needs more time um, because in those moments, it almost feels like I'm being ripped, you know, like like it's it's happening too quickly. I it's agree. rising to the surface. It's hard. And um, I do hypnosis. I created like a three sessions. One is uh, give back your self-esteem like you're strong. Then second, I synchronize your mind. You know how we have these moments where you want this, but then you do something else. And you're like, why do I keep on doing this? I want to accomplish this, but yet I'm here on the couch doing nothing. Why? It's because your subconscious is ingrained with all these limited beliefs. So what I do, I release those limited beliefs through hypnosis and I synchronize your mind. And the third session is I go back to your childhood and we go through all the pains, all the um, nitty gritty that you have gone through that's uh, operating in your mind subconsciously and I release your emotions. And the great thing about this is like, I'm, I'm very sensitive. I, and you told me on this reading that I'm able, I'm an empath, I'm Pisces. So I feel a lot of stuff, but yet I have a blockage maybe in my stomach because I feel like it's a protective shield. I don't want to feel everybody's pain because there's a lot of pain going on right now. But the great thing about the hypnosis, the way I've done it is you give it a number. Okay, I was uh, five years old, and I want to give a number five. Okay, what were you experiencing? Just give me your feelings. I felt abandoned. I felt abused. I felt um, violated. I feel angry. And then what I'm doing is I'm releasing those emotions that we're carrying with us, and I release them from your body. And then at the end of the session, you feel so much lighter because you're no longer carrying those emotions. And those emotions is what's creating your wounds. So it's about walking and releasing emotions without having to experience the whole thing over and, and talking about it. Because sometimes you go through so many painful things as a child. You know, I don't want to um, hear them. It's not I don't want to hear. I don't want to experience them. And just give me a number. Just tell me your, your, your emotions. And we release your emotions. And believe it or not, it, it, it helps so much. It's like cleaning a car, cleaning a house. Yeah. You clean the dust. You take off dust. Then you take off this. When was the last time you cleaned your mind? And you released all those yeah. emotions. I mean, I'm definitely down to, to try <laughs> the hypnosis with you. I, I, you know, I did. The only thing I've ever done hypnosis related was I did a past life um, regression with one of Dolores Cannon's oh my disciples. God. You did? Yeah. You know, Dolores Cannon is one of my highest teachers. Really? She's I amazing. I love her. I worship her. She's amazing. She has opened my mind beyond imagination. I love her. Yeah. My ex um, introduced me to her books. Oh, my and then, God. Yes. Um, yeah, I got into them and I, I contacted one of her, you know, one of the people she's trained who's in Silver Spring, Maryland. So I did a trip. Oh, my God. And this I was. Just, I want to do that. Yeah, it was amazing. It yeah. was like a full day experience. But she, you know, took me under and it was wild. I mean, I. 
yeah, oh I God. it was a wild experience. I still like, and she records it for you so you can take it and yes. listen. And she goes over it with you. She's an amazing woman, and I still think a lot about that session and what was said, and so oh much was God. released. She takes you through different layers of your subconscious. Yes. I forget the names, but like as, when I went to my deepest, I was no longer saying I. I was saying Kate. Yes. Like I was talking about myself suddenly in indeed, third person. Indeed. It was really fascinating. You, do you still have her contact? I would love yes. to experience that. That's one of my uh, on my bucket list because I swear I adore Dolores Cannon. And if you guys haven't heard of her, seriously, researcher, she would blow your mind. And she blew my mind, and she just took it there. One, I think the book I read was Three Waves of Volunteers. Oh, I have read, like, seriously, like, all her books. Amazing. I, I have three audiobooks. I have, like, ten um, the fat ones. Each book is, like, a thousand pages. I have read her com- convoluted um, uh, universe. She has, uh, like, four books on that, like, one, two, and, oh, my God. Those, I have read <laughs> so yeah she uh the one i read because i only read run yeah it's she, so she uh created this hypnosis technique and yeah. she takes clients under and and that the book is showing the uh it's what would you say it's it's the dialogue yes so uh she she gives them a question just like what we're doing and they answer but what's answering them um you guys believe it or not you know we're consciousness so there's a part of our consciousness that retains all the information of all our lives, our whole existence. And what's so fascinated about her is that she tapped into the deepest level where she's like basically uh, created a library for us human beings to be able to see ourselves from where we come from. Where have we been? Have we been in other star systems? Have we been aliens? Have we been a bug? Have we been fairies? From her, Atlanteans. I have, yeah. Atlantis. <laughs> From her, I learned about fairies. They say that all of us as human beings have been have passed through a fairy lifetime. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so fascinating when you tap into the super intelligence and this yes. consciousness. I mean, the human mind in many ways is limited to understanding the, the vastness of it. But I love clearly exploring consciousness and just trying to understand you know, uh, I guess a human beings, like you said in the beginning, are, are are real reason for being here. And I think it can be different for each person. You know, not every person has to go on an awakening, healing path if they don't want to. Some people might just want to live a path where they don't awaken and they just kind of go through life in a very physical way where they're, you know, deeply spiritual in a sense, but through manual labor. And that's yes. their... That's what they want to do. That's their existence. But I just find it fascinating to explore the potential of of humans and what we are really capable of. And I just keep wanting to go deeper and deeper with it. But I'll tell you, the pain that you have to feel, like you said, to kind of release the wounds. I mean, this morning I woke up with the most intense anxiety ever where I thought I was going to throw up. And it's interesting because what happened was I slept, um, I moved up into my attic halfway through the night because I couldn't, I wasn't sleeping well. And then when I came down to wake up my son, I saw that his dog, although kind of our dog, Jada, (laughs) had thrown up in the middle of the night. She had eaten, um, I guess she went to the trash and was like eating wrappers because maybe it smelled like food. And she had eaten and threw up. Uh, some of this plastic stuff I was awful and it was just interesting synchronicity though that I woke up feeling I'm going to throw up and she went I went down and she had and then like I took us both for a walk essentially I was walking her and me to calm us both down and 
yeah, I'm calming down now. My system's my system's starting to calm, but it's it's and and once again, even when I'm feeling that and I'm triggered oh and I want to blame, oh, this is I go no. You're just anxiety's present. Who knows why? And let's just go within, get the support you need. Um, I might reach out to to a healer later, um, but I'm just like, it's okay. You're gonna get through. And I think once again, the Zuriel, Angel Zuriel, God is my rock, meaning I know I'm okay. The anxiety is telling me I'm not okay. There's something to worry about. There's something to do. You got to do something. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm okay. And everything is okay. And like you said, trust has entered now. So I trust the people in my life. I trust the higher uh, divinity above and below me. And I, and I'm just like, it's okay. So I just, uh, I got an idea for your anxiety. You know how you love to paint? Yes. And this is your safe room? Maybe in that wall that you haven't painted anything, can you do like a little thing of I am? There's this amazing information that I have read. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Master Key System. Master Key System is this really amazing um, work that was uh, a book that was created in like the 1950s. And it's about um, being a creator and how powerful you are. And it teaches you so much about yourself. So there's this powerful affirmation in there. And then you could put like maybe like in the middle, I am, right? And then you could say um, out of it, I am. I am strong. I am whole. Mm. I am perfect. I am um, wealthy. I am healthy. I am loved. So every time you come into your safe space and you're having anxiety, you could just sit in front of it and do the meditation. I am whole, strong, perfect, wealthy, healthy, beautiful, and perfect. I am whole, strong, perfect, healthy, wealthy, beautiful. I am whole, strong, perfect, healthy, wealthy, beautiful. And just it's a powerful affirmation that you could just say over and over and do some breathing and put some the waves of the music or YouTube, yeah. put some... Um, uh, chakra bowls and then you will see that you will come back to whole and you could even I go to the park and I walk and I do mantras and says I am whole I am whole I am whole and strong I am whole strong and perfect I am whole strong and perfect and I also do release I release all that no longer serves me I release all that no longer serves me and you could just repeat mantras while you walk and, re- and just repeat repeat remember your subconscious is um Retaining everything that you do consciously. So the more you could tap into your subconscious, the better you could heal your wounds. Because all your wounds are in your subconscious. So you need to access your subconscious in order to release everything that's been um, ingrained within you that is hurting. So And that's why it's so beautiful. Um, I, that's why I study hypnosis because subconscious is the power of everything. That's where you store all your negative beliefs, all your hurts, all your wounds. So how do you tap your subconscious? Do research and do mantras and do um, listen to music while you go to sleep. If you wake up in the middle of the night feeling anxiety, put some amazing, oh, they have affirmations. You could go to sleep, put some, I am strong, I am healthy, I am wealthy. Like all these affirmations. Kirtan's beautiful. I love listening to Kirtan now. When my system starts to act up, it really is very soothing. And they are, um, they're saying, you would probably say this much better than I am, um, they they are repeating mantras over in a beautiful song and it it really helps and I love what you're saying about because this is for everyone like so in my finished attic I have um 
painted this amazing mural if I don't say so myself it's amazing and it makes me very happy and feel safe like Brenda's saying um and I think that if we could all start getting like paint brushes and paint and open up to the fact that we're allowed to paint on our walls we're adults we got yelled as children but like (laughs) start painting your walls with things that make you feel good whether it's symbols an actual painting like you're saying a mantra or affirmation that you could just have even on your mirror you could write i am beautiful yes but i think it's really important last time i was talking about setting an intention which is basically the same thing of having these beautiful words that are true that are of your actual essence of what your fabric is, which is I am whole, I am okay, I am perfectly imperfect. Whatever resonates with you, having it somewhere, and you can have a bunch scattered through your house in different places that remind you and and incorporating some more art and beautiful, vibrant colors around you. I love colors, as you can see. And um, it's really important for me, even with my fairy uh, blanket hanging here. I love it. I need to have it around me just to infuse me, especially as I go through the work of um, integrating the pain and rage and all sorts of things. Feel the pain. Feel the pain. (laughs) That's that's another mantra. (laughs) Feel the pain. pain. (laughs) It's really hard, though, when we live in a society where... It's not okay to feel pain. You're I was right. crying in my car the other day. Something came up emotionally yes. and I had to release it and I was just crying and it felt so good. And then I was like, every time I passed a car though, I like yes. wanted to hide my face. I yes. felt embarrassed. And I'm like, this is so crazy that crying makes me feel like I'm a leper, Yes, you know, because, and I, and that's, what's been coming in with the similar wound of I'm not good enough is like, I feel diseased for being human. You know, when I get in a mode where I feel clingy and maybe texted too much, suddenly I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, there's something wrong with me. And it's like, no, you're human. You know, we're all human, whichever role you're playing, um, the clingy one, the defended one, the angry one, the sad one, it's okay. Even if it pushes certain people away, that sucks. I get it. But at the end of the day, we can rise again and again. We have so many chances to be who we want to be and make amends and just trusting that, you know, the universe has your back and the right people will always quote unquote, forgive you and you'll forgive them. And when you have faith that the right people will be there and then the ones that are not meant to be will fall off as sad as it is, you just have to be yourself and forgive yourself we're all like we're works in progress all of us always everything is energy so you vibrate at a certain frequency and what i've been learning a lot is about trusting raise your vibration high and only those people that vibrate at your level are allowed to stay the ones that are falling off is because they're not vibrating at your level and remember vibrations means your thoughts your feelings your emotions so depending on where you are that's the people you're going to attract into your circle and in the past uh, yeah a couple of years i have released a lot of people and it's okay it's part of cleaning we we need to understand that we need to clean our environment you clean your house, you clean your car, you need to clean your circle. 
there's people that just don't vibrate, don't resonate with your thoughts anymore. Yeah. So you need to let them go and you need to trust the process. And as people walk out, new people walk in. And oh my God, recently I have met so many amazing people just like you, Kay. I feel like we have such an amazing connection. And the, now that you know it said Dolores Cannon, now I understand why. It's like, I feel so good when I'm around you. I feel so happy. I feel like, yay, <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Thank like, you, you give me all this amazing energy. I don't know. Like, that is the nicest thing. Seriously, Thank I you. feel like I'm overwhelmed with like, I'm like, my cup is full. I need to do something. Let's go jump. That makes me, well, no, well, thank you for saying that. Cause like I said today, I'm feeling, I woke up to puke, you know? So it's nice to hear you say that. I appreciate it. No, and seriously, your energy is so amazing. Thank I you, Brenda. You. You're going to make me cry because I've been feeling, like I said, a leper, like a leper lately. So it's nice to hear. And I think you're wonderful as well. And I think thank you're creating you. such an amazing environment. Um, seriously, at Aquarius, since Brenda um, and, and your partner, who I haven't met yet. Yeah, Wilkinson. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. She's an artist. And she creates this mandalas. And they're all Unreal. over the studio. Unreal. Oh, my God. It, those and her leggings. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. I can't wait to meet yes, her because I, I can just feel through her artwork that oh she's very God. special. Yes. Um, she's amazing. She has three little boys, an amazing husband who loves to serve. And her energy, like, when I was... I was like, I need to take over the studio, but I need to do it with somebody I could trust, somebody. And, you know, I don't know her that well. Like, we only, like, met each other through classes. We never actually went to dinner. We never had a conversation. But subconsciously, in my mind, my heart told me, Brenda, she's the one. You could trust her. And I know her husband. I know her brother. It's, like, it's interesting. Like, I know her family. And the more, like, we only been... um owners co-partners of the studio only a month but I feel so close to her and I her energy is so amazing and I just love her she's really amazing that's awesome I'm excited to meet her and the other thing I wanted to say about the law of attraction thing because you're right I mean we're all energy we're all vibrating and one thing that I've really noticed is what you want to be careful about um, not with you, but in general that I've noticed is when you say um, some people aren't your level, levels aren't what we think they are in the sense of, you know, I used to do a thing where I'm like, well, you're just not at my level. But like, there's <laughs> yeah. no above or below in the way we think, you know, and sometimes it shifts. Sometimes you can go through ebbs and flows where you're vibrating with someone and then you go apart and then you come back together. So I think it's important to when you're doing a cleanse, that it's not, people aren't necessarily leaving because they're, you know, worse than you or denser than you. Yes. It could just be literally orange juice and apple juice, yeah. you know, and it's not like team apple juice, team orange juice. Yeah. That's once again, non-duality. It's yes. just, you know, the river, the river swimming the fish and, and you might be swimming away for a bit and then coming back together Indeed. and coming to, I'm only very sensitive to it because I was such a blamer so now no, yeah. so now I'm so like okay you know whoever is is being attracted to me or not being attracted it's not because I'm better or worse than yeah it's just what's happening and what's meant to be and that helps me to surrender Indeed. when when I'm not worse than or better than and I used to have to use that mm. system which was a wound right because mm. when I was young I didn't understand why the pain was happening and why I was fighting with my family and I had to either be worse than them or better than. And now I'm realizing conflict happens, fighting happens. It doesn't have to be someone's fault. 
I don't have yes. to be fucked up because I got into a fight recently with someone and God, the pain and the anger of just like, I fucked this up. I'm a, I am I fucked this up. I did something wrong. And how sad that is instead of just being like, oh, wow, I'm really sad that someone I really love um, dearly we're fighting, you know, and, and I think, but it's such a better place to just go, oh, we got into a fight and that's okay. And, and I do believe that we'll come through because I have faith in both of us. But even if somehow that doesn't happen, that's okay too. It doesn't mean um, I'm better than or worse than it. You know, yeah. it, it's just where the, once again, where we're being swam by the water. I don't always phrase things. No, the best, and, but. and you're right. Um, that's something I've been working on too. Um, I know I speak of it like this way or that way, but it's about releasing labels. You guys, it's about being in the now. There's no good or bad. There's no levels. Um, there's no up and down. Go beyond duality. In duality, there's always a need to put something in a category, right? And um, we are rough with ourselves. And that's something that I'm teaching also is just accept yourself as you are. And this is your moment. There's no good. There's no bad. Release labels. The moment you put a label onto something, oh, that's bad. Oh, that's painful. Or that's that. You're creating suffering. There's, um, I can't say it correctly, but uh, in Buddhism, there's a saying. There says, uh, pain uh, is inedible. How do you say that word? Inedible, um, that you can't avoid it in Oh, unavoidable? In Is a that way, unavoidable? Una unavoidable. I'm, ba <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. I'm not always great at uh, picking the best words. Yeah. So, so uh, it's, a, it's, it's a Buddhist saying says, pain is... Um, unavoidable? Or it's, no? it's like an, Something it's, in that realm. But suffering is optional. Oh, interesting. Okay? Suffering is optional because the things you could drag, the pain is there, right? It's like, okay, when you cut your leg, what do you do? You don't dwell on it. You don't say, I cut my leg, and then next week I cut my leg, and next week you cut your leg. Release. You cut it. It's done. Release. Unless you're me. Stop. I cut my leg. Exactly. Uh, yes. <laughs> Just feel it. Feel it. Experience it. And then the body will heal it. But what we're doing is dragging on with the pain. There's no need for that. And in Buddhists, they talk about that. Says so pain is inedible. But pain, but suffering is optional. You can never, you, pain is there. It's going to be there regardless. Yeah. But whether you decide to drag it all your life with you, that's your option. That's your choice. And that's what I'm teaching is go beyond those, those choices. Be better every day and heal, heal. Yeah, what you're reminding me is, is, you know, the difference between productive suffering and unproductive suffering, <laughs> yes, right? And because yes. like, once again, pain is a part of the human experience, Indeed. but how your relationship to that pain and how you manage it yes. is up to you. And that's what I'm learning is yes. I think in my past, I unconsciously, I didn't do it consciously, um, was torturing myself. You know, mm. beating myself up, uh, ruminating on things. And now that's why You're I loved the Zuriel without realizing it, right? And that's what a lot of us yeah. do. We don't realize we're doing that. And the Zuriel thing of God is my rock. It's like, oh, you don't have to suffer more 
then you have to. You can say, oh, well, I'm really anxious today, but I don't have to beat myself up. I don't have to beat up another person because that's another way of torturing yourself. You think it's another person, but you're all connected. But just saying suffering's present, anxiety's present. I'm not completely sure why because we all like to create our stories. And just kind of going within and loving yourself and saying, do I need to go for a run? Do I need to do yoga? Do I need a sound bath? Do I need to rest more? Do I need a healing? And really just taking care of yourself without it having to be someone's fault, including your own, really changes the game of the whole thing. It does. It does. And that's something I've been working with myself also. In those moments where I feel down and I feel like like a little bit of anxiety, I ask myself, okay, how can I release and let this go? And um, my subconscious could be like, hey, go to the park. Hey, I'll call somebody or... Uh, you know, one of my things that I've been doing recently that I need to release. It's like, oh, let's go have some ice cream. <laughs> oh, I do that still too, though. <laughs> oh, my God. But the good thing about me is just I'll have the ice cream and I feel good. And I let it go. You know, it's a mantra I've been doing and I, I, I do it now subconsciously. It's I, I release. I release. Whatever's going on, I release. I release. Just keep saying it. I release. I release. You feel that anxiety? I release. I let it go. I release. Interesting. I yes. see. I bring it in. I go. I'm so, including. I'm including. But you see, yeah. you're creating suffering. No. See, according to my. No, <laughs> yes. I disagree. Because in my school, it's. it's. But I think we're essentially saying a the similar thing. thing yeah. Because my way of releasing is when you bring. So, okay. Oh, so, okay. if you're so in a party. Go, go, you're saying go through it. Yes. Because go through it. The way they describe of, it. Uh, putting it aside. Exactly. I understand. I understand. The way them. they describe yes. in my school. But it's the same yes. uh, desire of. If you're at a party and there's someone at the party that you don't want there, it's not about pretending they're not there or shoving them out of the party. It's saying, this person exists. They're here. (sighs) It doesn't mean you have to like them. It doesn't mean you have to talk to them. But it's including this person's in the room, whether it's a scary clown, because it, the movie, it's, uh, it's bringing whatever. So whether it's a scary clown in the room or a weird being, it's, it's saying you're here, but then also learning to not ruminate on the thing you don't like. You know, okay, so you just helped me uh, understand myself a little better. So what I'm saying when, when I say release is, remember how you told me like sometimes we bring in too much energy mm-hmm. and we yeah. bring in too much pain. So sometimes the pain is so much mm. that in order for me to manage it and to help it transmute, I have put in a clause of releasing, releasing that energy that is hurting me. Interesting. So it's like a release of the energy. And it's, I guess, um, it's helping me transmute the pain. It's like putting it on fire so it could transmute it instead of like um, letting it dwell inside of me. So um, I guess I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing, but I, I didn't know I was doing it. Yeah, no, it sounds exactly. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's the same thing because you're still, inclu- your consciousness is including it's there, yeah. but then you're also consciously, which is self-love and preservation, yeah. disconnecting and releasing yeah. the part that's too much. Yeah. So it sounds like you're doing, you know what I mean? Somehow like Somehow I'm doing some something. Some people don't even want... <laughs> A part of them to exist there where they go into such, so suppose there's I always go to like the darkest weirdest shit it's the <laughs> comedian brain like okay I'm gonna go to the dark weird shit but like there are people who are either attracted to animals or kids like there's yeah. some stuff that's dark out there that people are so ashamed of it's called their shadow side 
And instead of saying, oh, well, for whatever reason, I have a joke where I'm yeah. like, hey, if you get a hard on every time you drive past a farm, maybe it's your body's way of saying you were a goat <laughs> in a past life. You know, like you don't have to beat yourself up. But like, oh, my God, doesn't yes. mean you act on it and necessarily yes. go and have sex with a goat. But anyway, I bring up that weird example because yeah. it's like, suppose there's a person who is attracted to animals, right? Yeah. Or kids or whatever you're not supposed to be attracted to. You know, it's about saying, oh, okay, this exists, right? Instead of pretend, instead of being like, oh my God, I'm sick. Get out of here. Get out of here. When you push something away that you don't want to be there, you're almost giving it more energy or power to whoop, come back in. That's not what you're do- doing. Yeah. You're being aware and then you're saying, okay, but let me, while I'm being aware, disconnect a bit from this person in the room. Yeah, because the thing is, okay, so remember how you said, okay, this, this person is in the room and you're in the room. Um, if you take all of it in and you're not um, transmuting the energy, because remember, energy is movement. If you're holding it, you're stuck. So what happens when you're stuck? That's when people scream, cry, can't communicate. That's when people um, act up, start screaming, create a fight, create a scene like, ah, ah, I hate you. Ah, I don't want to see you. Ah. Yeah. Okay, how do you retain your posture? How do you retain yourself? So you go back and you be like, okay, I breathe in and I breathe out and I release this pain. I feel it. I'm feeling it. And I feel the pain. I release, I breathe in love and I release pain. And you just like, it's, um, I guess it's a self-preservation is, um, you are an organism, your energy. And the question is, how are you operating? It's, it's your awareness of your being, of your energy. How are you maintaining yourself? Do you even know how to maintain yourself? What are you doing for your maintenance? If you are in a really hard situation, what, how are you dealing with it? Are you breathing? Do you stop breathing? I'm serious. I like stop breathing, breathing all the Step time. You're, it, yeah. So it creates stuck. And then yeah. you cannot function. And then you create tense. And then you could even blow up. So it's like, how do you release? How do you, how do you maintain yourself from not blowing up? And you got to create these mechanisms to maintain your energy some way somehow and I love you bringing in we have to wrap up soon but I love you bringing in something as simple as breathing because that can do wonders just remembering so guys when you get triggered whether it's anger jealousy sadness pain whatever there's so many emotions yes breathe even just breathing and like you were saying feel into your body because we often hold these things like Literally, I can feel sometimes knives in my neck or in my mm. stomach or a throbbing pain in my when back. When you came to my class for the first time, you're like, Brenda, I couldn't speak. My oh throat my chakra was closed. Yes. It was because you were having all this energy here. A blockage. Yeah. And it happens to all of us. Yeah, the first sound bath, I didn't even talk yes. about that. The first sound bath, yes. I went in, I was in so much pain, but I wasn't speaking it that I could barely speak. I just yes. sat down. Yes. I, I was, I felt that it was all pent up. And then yeah. this was like three months ago, I yeah. think. And then I lay down and then halfway through, she puts crystals on you. And then halfway yes. through, I didn't, it wasn't out loud, but I had to start just weeping and it was just through my eyes. Yeah. And I was weeping for about 20 minutes of the sound bath. And afterwards, I remember I could talk to you. That's when yes. we first met. I was oh like, I loved it. I can talk now. <laughs> I feel so much better. 
I felt so much better because oh I let God. it move yes. through my body. And yeah, breathing obviously is just something and being aware of where you're holding the pain and breathing life into that pain yes. center in your body oh my God, it's so can amazing. really, really help. But yes. we got to wrap it up. Yes. Oh my I'm God, so happy Kate. you came on. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, this was amazing. Where can people find you and your yoga center? Uh, whatever you want to say, plug yes. it. Uh, I guess Google Aquarium Yoga Center. Um, we're located in Westfield, New Jersey. And our website is uh, www.westfieldyogacenter.com. I know it's a little long. I'm sorry, guys. But um, and there is all the schedules. And I'm Brenda. I do hypnosis. And I'm just happy. And my one of my favorite words is joy. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because the word joy has been coming in and I don't fully understand. I mean, I guess it's the universe being like, Kate, you're allowed to feel joy, yes. you know, but I'm very like, okay, let me slowly integrate joy into my life because I realize I'm so scared to really experience joy because you have to release in a sense yeah. the um, hypervigilance or the fear. So it's an interesting because every time Indeed. we text, you're like, joy, joy. And I'm like, I get it, universe. Joy is coming in. I'm getting ready to include it in my life. I got it. So you guys, when you bring um, my friends call me Brendality. So when you bring Brendality into your world, you bring joy. <laughs> You definitely, you have that childlike um, happiness and giddiness yes. and it really has infused in um, the yoga center. When you yes. walk in now, it was, it was cool before because <laughs> I like a call, so I don't, you know, it was cool, but you're, you're pouring um, a, and your partner, a, a different kind of love um, partner, Danielle, that's her yes. name. Right? I haven't met yes. her yet, but uh, with the mandalas and just, I don't know, there, there's, there's a quality now to the center that has joy within it and a liveliness <laughs> that I really appreciate. So, Thank and I love you. that you guys really bring in, um, cause not every yoga center brings in, um, how would I say this? Cause I'm going to say worship, but I don't mean it in like a really structured way. Yeah. You bring in, um, like a celeb, uh, celebratory worship of like the deities. Like I'm a huge fan, obviously of Hanuman, Krishna, yes. um, not and it's not just in Hinduism. It's you've brought in ISIS, and then of course I forgot Kali. Oh, that's right. There's Shiva. ISIS, in ISIS there. is there's, in there. There's Egyptian. We Buddha. have some Buddha. Uh, I got angel cards. Danielle's the shaman, so she brings the four directions. It's like seriously, the the, the studio has a little bit of everything. That's what I love, though. It's it's you bring it in in a way that because I'm obviously pretty deep into. Uh, worship whatever that means of god and the deities yes. no matter what religion i love i blend every religion like yes. you know i have the church right around me and i i always walk jada around the church <laughs> and you know mother mary is there with her prayer hands but i yes. always i always do namaste because it looks like namaste. she's doing namaste i always namaste, namaste mother mary and i'm like i bet you that the the christians are like is she making fun is she like really because i like stop and i like talk to her and like not like crazy talk but maybe and I'm just like because I really you know the cross is there and I, I'm a huge fan of Jesus the ascended master and I I don't know like it's just funny because I really include for almost every religion um, even Allah you know I, I just I love the deities that have walked the path of enlightenment and yes, connectedness and so love true. so yeah remember deities are consciousness they are enlightened beings so we don't have to like label them and be like, put them on a pedestal. They're just consciousness teachers that have come into our existence to help us show us the way, show us how to 
B, show us how to release. And that's why we have so many of them because there's so many of us. Think about it. We're more than like what? What is our population on earth? Like 10 billion? Oh my God, seriously, we're increasing. <laughs> so there's so many modalities and we need them all. And I love them. They're all consciousness. Thank you for also bringing that in and reminding me of the fact that deities are consciousness because yes. that's what I love about the tree of life which I'm still very much learning I do not claim to be a pro because <laughs> um, I'm not yet um, and I'm, I'm fascinated with it but there's so much more for me to grasp and understand and embody but essentially the different spherot are yeah. also just types of consciousness that's that you it. swim in and it's very much linked in a way to these deities like even um when you learn about Gavora, which yeah. is the sphere out about boundary and structure and justice yeah. when you enter that you get um a- acquainted with archangel michael mm. now i don't even know i, I think he's in every sphere out blah, blah blah but it's just interesting that there are certain even you know deities that are related to consciousness that you can yeah. meet within the sphere it's just so interesting yeah. i don't grasp it all oh yet but i love it it's so interesting so much knowledge out there the kabbalah i've been studying it and oh my yes. god it's blowing my mind saying um one thing that blew my mind saying that there's only seven souls and there's really? like really yes i gotta i got it in audio but i gotta show you okay it just says seven souls and depending on where you are you are one of these souls oh interesting yeah yeah we haven't gotten into that in my school yeah um i won't get right now at all because it's <laughs> intense stuff and it's over my school's over a four-year program and like the first year is literally them expanding your bandwidth and like stretching you a bit to be able to even hold with and work with the oh types God, of energies yes. or qualities that we work with and then they say that even after the four years whether or not you go into the graduate program which I'm definitely going to do but they say that you could start really it it could be three years after you graduate that the that the work actually starts to embody and Mm. get transmuted so very deep it's it's amazing very deep but um all right so so we got to wrap it up where uh guys if you want to follow me my website thekatewolf.com um, Dragon Sorcery is October 11th at New York Comedy Club. Promo code all caps Dragon for ten dollar tickets. And um, oh, and if you want a tarot reading, uh, reach me K Wolf Two Fs Twenty Seven at Gmail dot com. My prices did just go up, um, but you can email me uh, if you want to know what they are. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks Bye. for coming on, Brenda. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.